0: Hey IAs, and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast, and for the next few episodes, we're going to be doing a blitz in celebration of the two-year anniversary of the Independent Adjuster Podcast, as well as in celebration of the new book that I've uh, written called the Independent Adjuster's Playbook. So in celebration of that, we're going to do a blitz of a bunch of chapters from the book. in the audio version format. So even if you haven't gotten a chance to purchase the book or listen to the audio book yet, you are going to get inside access here on the podcast. And these chapters will not stay up forever. So if you hear one and you like it and you want to hear more, definitely go listen to the ones that are up because I will pull these down. So uh, this is just something special we're doing, like I said, in celebration of the book coming out on October 17th and for the two-year anniversary, which also corresponds on October 17th. I hope you enjoy the book. The podcast sponsor is ACD, and Ernie Bray and his team have just been phenomenal. They've supported uh, the launch of the book. They've supported the podcast for a long time, along with a ton of other companies out there. But definitely give ACD a look if you're looking for more work. I appreciate their sponsorship more than I can ever express, and they're a big reason why we're able to release more content and do things like books, videos, the ultimate IA and a if you've been enjoying that, is thanks to ACD and their sponsorship. Okay, so I hope you enjoy this next chapter of the Independent Adjusters Playbook. Happy anniversary, everybody. The Playbook. The typical way of thinking is a strategy that is used by most adjusters. This strategy isn't stupid, but overused and assumptive. It assumes many things about how the game must be played and about how you want to run your business. It assumes that you want to start in property adjusting, and that you must have an adjuster's license to earn revenue, and that handling catastrophic claims is the starting block. We no longer want to assume these things, but rather find new ways to gain the advantage. When considering how to gain the advantage, we are forced to look at the requirements or rules that IAs must meet in our industry. There are five overarching rules that determine what plays are available to us at any given time. Just like you cannot walk into a casino and change the rules of blackjack, you can't walk into the IA industry and act as if the rules do not apply to us. What needs to change is our strategy. Below are the five different rules in the five different plays that you can execute to personally change your odds of getting work. We will review how you can arrange your plays to gain the advantage in the next chapter. Rule number one. You must be able to legally handle claims. Play, get licensed. The first way that you can grow your business and to put the odds back in your favor is to get additional adjuster licenses so you can legally handle claims in additional states. I don't want to get too far in the weeds here because we will cover adjuster licenses inside of the roadmap, but it is important that you understand the underlying rules before you can use the roadmap to its fullest. As I stated earlier, an adjuster license is required for you to legally do work. For each state that requires an adjuster's license and you want to handle claims in, you will need a license for that state. Some states do not require licenses, and others have licenses that are easier to obtain to get started. But obtaining more licenses is like expanding your business to a new location. It unlocks new possibilities. This is an obvious way you can expand your chances of finding work. If you think about hurricanes, they affect a large portion of the East and Gulf Coasts. But where will the majority of the claims come in? Maybe it's Florida, or it could be North Carolina. Texas, or New York. So which state are you going to pick? The more licenses we have on the coast or the more states we can legally handle claims in, then it will be more probable that we will be an IA chosen, which could result in an opportunity to work claims. Rule number two, you must work for an IA firm. Play. Get on rosters. The second way that we can put the odds back into our favor is to sign up for additional rosters or companies to be eligible to work for. As I mentioned earlier in the book, insurance companies hire independent adjusting firms to find and deploy independent subcontracted adjusters to handle claims on behalf of the insurance company. These firms are handling recruitment and management of IAs. Therefore, the more independent adjusting firms or the more rosters you're on, the higher the likelihood you'll have of being needed. Let's say you were only on one roster and you had one adjuster license. You would then be dependent on a hurricane, or a tornado, or something catastrophic to happen in one particular state, and also dependent on that one company to need another new adjuster. I don't like the odds involved in this and I doubt you do either. If we can get on five rosters instead of one, you could give yourself five times the chance of becoming a working independent adjuster. The basic idea is that you want to spread out your chips versus putting it all on one company, or Red 7. Rule number three, you must be able to complete your claims. Play, get trained. Companies are gambling when they send you out. They are betting that you know how to do the job. But do you? You can make yourself more attractive to the rosters that you've gotten yourself onto if you have certain trainings and certifications under your belt. These certifications give companies more confidence in your ability to accomplish the work. It is really hard to tell if somebody is competent or straight up lying on their resume. A person's resume may state experience with Xactimate, CCC1, or Autotex, but an IA firm doesn't know for sure. The industry tries to use different trainings and certifications as a universal measuring stick to decide if someone knows how to do the job. The more trainings and certifications you have under your belt, the more likely you'll seem capable in the eyes of a company to handle the type of claims they need assistance with. The reality is, when companies are choosing who they'll deploy, they review profiles and resumes to see who has the most experience or training. Each training and certification you receive is another checkbox for you when it comes to choosing time. Rule number four, you must know people. Play, get connected. The fourth way that you're able to give yourself an advantage is by networking. This isn't something annoying like multi-level marketing. I just need to go start selling perfume to all my friends and neighbors. No, no, no. I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm talking about having a genuine connection with real people. This isn't about sending out resumes either. That is done in the roster section. It is about becoming familiar with other IAs who need work the same way that you need work. I'll bring the importance of networking to the forefront by giving you a story about one of my experiences. After Hurricane Sandy ransacked New York, I had all but given up hope of being deployed for the storm. I had not been contacted and most of the adjusters in my family and network had not heard of any opportunities. I was only signed up with one company who worked major catastrophes like this, and the company hadn't said anything like, get ready, we might need you. I kept communicating and calling other IAs about my desire to be deployed. Finally, I heard from a close friend who I had been networking with for many months, oh man, we need you, you'll need to call up, they will probably deploy you. Just give the company deployment office a call. Now at that time, most companies in the industry and adjusters I had spoken to had said, don't call. If they need you, they'll call. But thanks to my friend's suggestion, I called the company I was signed up with and I was immediately deployed. I went on to tell other people in my network of family and friends, hey, you guys should call too. Maybe you'll get work as well. Sure enough, they did. That is how networking works. A lot of times, networking is the only way for you to get the inside scoop of what's going on. Getting to know individual people, and not just companies, is super important to putting the odds back in your favor. Don't get stressed out at this point if you don't know how to do this or if you don't do it naturally. I go over how to network as a part of the roadmap later in this book. Just understand, networking is a way that you're able to increase your odds of success. Rule number five, you must have experience. Play, get working. Number five is the toughest one to swallow and a little bit ambiguous. It's about having an open mind, about you putting forth the effort to avoid being stuck in one way of thinking that may prevent you from getting experience. If you're looking to become an auto adjuster and there is an opportunity to go work property, you need to be ready to take that opportunity even if it's not your first choice. If you're wanting to work property claims and you get an opportunity to handle auto claims, again, you should do it. The opportunities may not be the pay you're expecting or exactly what you were waiting for. Regardless, as a business owner, you need to get revenue coming in. You need an open mind about the types of jobs you can do and the types of opportunities that you're willing to take. You need to get to work because a working adjuster tends to keep working. There's something about having momentum that other people in your network notice. It confirms to them that you are trustworthy and able to handle claims. When they need someone in your area or with your expertise, they'll feel comfortable giving you a call. This is the same line of thinking that we use when choosing a restaurant. If a Chinese buffet has an empty parking lot at dinner, we assume there must be something wrong with the restaurant we'll be more likely to choose the restaurant that looks busy. IAs are judged the same way. So get busy. The IA Advantage Roadmap Now that you are armed with the rules of the game and the playbook, you may have a grasp of how you could put the odds back in your favor by giving yourself a higher probability of success but you may still be wondering exactly what steps or tactics you should employ to accomplish your goals. You have lots of actions you could take with this information, but what are the best actions to take to achieve your desired results without walking in circles or wasting steps? Just because you know how to play chess doesn't mean you know how to win. This is exactly why I created the roadmap that uses the playbook to its fullest. I call it The IA Advantage Roadmap. The roadmap is the journey that I have traveled over the last 10 years, and in some cases, what I'd do different if I had to start over today. The roadmap combines my experience and knowledge of the industry, along with the experiences of other IAs and knowledge from those I've interviewed on the Independent Adjuster Podcast to provide us with a proven map. Three Phases of the IA Advantage Roadmap The Roadmap is comprised of three phases. These phases each have a milestone for you in your career. As an independent business owner, having a solid understanding of the entire process and the steps that you need to take will bring you confidence. As you get going and you start to find traction, your goals may change and deviate from what I've outlined. Never forget, The roadmap is to be your guide, not your prison. During your journey, you may decide to take a different path than what I've laid out, and that is completely fine. This map is designed to help you get started without having a lot of unanswered questions. Many new adjusters may get through Phase 2 of the roadmap and decide to keep going on Phase 2 while never moving on to Phase 3. And that can be a great career decision. This is your life claim it. In this section, I will go over the three phases in a big picture fashion. And in the next section of the book, I'll cover each step inside of the phases in greater detail. If you're wanting a more detailed breakdown of how to do each step that I'm about to outline, continue on to the next section of the book, part three. Ah, a cliffhanger. Who would have thunk it? Uh, I would have because I'm trying to market the book. So, if you want to go here, my detailed instructions, my step-by-step guide and roadmap to becoming a successful independent adjuster, you got to go to iPlaybook.com and get your free copy. That's the physical edition. Just pay shipping. If you want the audiobook, it's going to be there available for you as well. If you want it on Kindle, go to Amazon. And no matter what you do, I'd so, so, so appreciate it a review on Amazon if you're enjoying even the samples of this book. Thank you so much for listening to the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Happy anniversary, and thank you for listening to the Independent Adjuster's Playbook. You are the very reason why I created this book, was to answer your questions and to give you everything I absolutely had to help you be successful. No matter where you're at in your journey, continue to claim your life. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification,